episode of Unpublished. My name is Amy. I'm James. And today we're going to be talking about how action creates information and how um, making, creating, doing is the answer to all your questions. Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, the answer to all your questions? Well, if you want answers, if you want... I'm sorry for trying to... (laughs) Make a bold Jeez, statement. This podcast is so much better when it's just me. So much better. Oh, the last Fine, episode I'll was create the best episode. A podcast called Published. Oh my gosh, no. no. Oh my god, that is so brutal. <laughs> and, Holy um, crap. It, we will have a war. Wow. Yeah, well, I've got all the subscribers on mine already. <laughs> true, true. So you're going to have to like pull, pull them over. Yeah, you're going to have to pull them over. I've got the feed. True. Yeah. But you're right. So. Basically, the idea is that, um, and we didn't invent this at all, uh, but the idea is that the best way to get more information for your career, for your business, for even just wanting to improve anything in your life is just to simply take an action. Yeah. Because taking any action is going to give you a a data point, a datum. Oh, is that really what it is? Well, yeah, data is plural and datum is singular. Uh No, in the English language. Yeah, well, it's Latin. I was going to say. Yeah, I studied Latin, whatever. You got me. You Latin. got me. Latin. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, for me, this has always been the way that I like to get my information uh, is through action. Um, so this, for me, it feels very innate to if I have a question or a query or what's going to happen next, what should I do next? Um, I like to take action in order to receive the information that I need in order to move forward. But I know that a lot of us, and creatives in particular, can be very vulnerable to... Um, researching and the overthinking and sitting in a spot of no momentum and getting very very preoccupied with the thought process rather than the action process because it can always seem like well i don't want to act until i have perfect information but one thing is no matter what you do in life if it's creativity or if it's you know your muggle job or if it's your family life you're never going to have perfect information no Uh, even if you could read people's thoughts you wouldn't have perfect information because you wouldn't be able to know exactly what they actually want or need. Yeah. So the only way to really get an accurate idea of whether something's going to work or not is just to do it. Yeah. Uh, and that can seem really scary, but it's once you get used to it, it gets easier and easier. It gets easier and easier, and it is just like such for us. It is the key. It's the key to, to what we to, do to business, to creativity, yeah. to our books, to everything. Like we heard this phrase on a podcast i think it was tim Tim ferris podcast yeah and james immediately texted it to me action creates information and i was like that is how we run Mm. our business that is how we write our books it is by constantly taking action and that's when we talk about the baby steps we're not talking about big dramatic steps like we're just talking about like doing something and seeing what happens okay that's interesting that's new information okay what what action can i take now to get more yeah i wonder what a good example of this would be um a good example of this would be every time every single day when you post Yes. You create information. What's you do a post that you essentially rush out by a lot of people, a lot of people's standards. <laughs> You're giving me a bad look. It's true though. Like you do it quickly, and you, and you you know you don't spend all day writing your post. I do not. You, it's true. You don't do millions and millions of drafts. No, um, it's true. Like you just write a post, mm-hmm. get the idea. You have an idea. You get the idea mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. and you see what other people think about it. That's true. And then, it, and then that gives you more information more about information. what people um, are interested in. Are, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Are it, launching a podcast every po- every podcast you launch you get data on how many, what's how many resonating. people listen and what yeah. re- like how many people listen to it what messages you get from people um every book you've you know when you launch the journal compendium 
You could that have was the biggest learning curve yeah. for us. And you, we would you, never have discovered what we needed to discover yep. for our business without having launched the compendium. I think about all the information we got from launching the compendium. So the compendium, we kind of... Just, do you want to just talk how well the compendium is in so case we have the any... So the journaling compendium is Amy's first paid product that she had on her website mm -hmm. ever, which is now free if you sign up to her mailing list, little plug. But it was basically our first attempt at selling anything. Yeah. And we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. We just, we didn't even know how to properly format. Like, we were like, do we do this as a PDF? Do we mm. do this as an ebook? Whatever. We're just going to do it as a PDF and just put it out there because who knows what the, what the correct thing to do is. You know, we could have spent ages researching what the industry standard was. We just fucking did it. Mm. And we didn't, I feel like we did, you know, I thought you did a really good job and it was a great book, but we didn't pay, pay an editor. We didn't. No, we did nothing. We did everything ourselves. Yeah. All the editing ourselves, all the ideation yeah um i'm giving myself a lot, a lot of credit there by saying it was us it was 95 percent amy five percent me um and well, the we, tech side of things was all you and again that was i had no like, idea how the squarespace sales were going to work yeah. just freaking fumbled through it and, and like you could have and i know you did because you are a huge researcher like you you did google and look up how you know squarespace sales works yeah but did you yeah. get more information by like well and then we were like yeah we didn't look up a marketing strategy or yes, anything. Or yeah. We just freaking put it out there. Yeah. I mean, like, this will create a lot. This will be, and we basically, we just, this will be a learning experience for us. Yeah. We didn't really expect to make a lot of money from it. It was, I think maybe we hoped we would make some money from it. Yeah. But it was really just, this is a cool thing that we're going to do. And it's going to provide us with all this great information about yeah. how, or what we might do with our business. So I think it's interesting because people might, a lot of people's big fear is, oh, I'll launch a product and no one will buy it. And of course that's, it's, painful, it's shitty and, and painful very valid very valid but if you can get into the space where you're like even if my launch isn't as successful as i want it to be i will have learned so much more this goes back to what we were talking about i can't remember if it was in our personal lives or in our podcast lives perhaps both about how um the best business decision isn't always to make a profit um, and yes. how we have in multiple occasions chosen to have different outcomes. A lot of the time it has been information and mm. learning over, we've prioritized the outcome of learning information over the outcome of profit and how I think we get very focused on business decisions needing to always be profit first, but we've made so many in the last year which have you know, deprioritized profit for the sake of information, for the sake of comfort, for the sake of uh, marketing, for the sake of uh, connection. Because our attitude has always been, oh, we want to be in this for 30, 40, 50 years. We want to be doing this for 30, 40, mm. 50 years and on our own terms. We don't want to be just do it being a flavor of, the, flavor of the month person who makes a million dollars in sales in one year, but then burns all their clients, burns yeah. all their relationships because yeah. everyone realizes that they were overcharging for their product and made doing shit or, yeah. And, or, yeah, and things like this. So for us, that learning process is so key because we're still, I mean, for me, it's still like, well, we're still in the first phase we are of Isn't our that career, and we're still in the learning phase we're such babies. And that's different to the apprenticeship phase because i feel like we're out there doing it yeah but we're still in the gathering like we're still learning how to run a business but we're doing it by doing yeah we are and obviously this applies to art as well and as amy's already said i'm a big researcher i love to research i spend a lot of time researching but still it always comes back to every day i do yeah 500 words and that is always the best teacher Yes, I agree. I was just thinking back to, so we both read the Thursday Murder Club um, by 
Richard Osman. Richard Osman, which is an incredible English murder mystery series. It's out at the moment. And, you know, you, that has both inspired us so much because we're both writing crime at the moment to come and take action and integrate some of the incredible ways that Richard wrote his book into our books. And yeah, that we had to read that and we had to, you know, have that research and have that input uh, to have these ideas. But like, I haven't actually really learned anything and I won't learn anything until I integrate it into my own book. Of course, and until you try. Until, until I try. Until you actually put it yeah. in there. And I think it's something that's... Because I think perfectionism is built on this idea that one day you're going to be perfectly ready to do something. Mm. But the best way to get ready to do something is to just fucking do something yeah oh and my god that might be i mean it sounds obvious or even like a cliche or something cliche but... or a tautology or something but the best way to get where you want to be is just to have a go yes um and i think for perfectionists this is really really challenging um because the idea of having, I mean, this this actually, this conversation pulls into all of the stuff that we talk about. It, it pulls into bad art. It pulls into, you know, bare minimums, like taking action all the time to get out information, like sits in all of those things, which is why it can be so, it sounds so easy to say, but it can be so hard to partake in because it will trigger your perfectionism. It will trigger your procrastination. And um, those two things, you know, from my perspective as a creative creative coach like these are the two biggest blocks we see for creatives mm. so you know it's all very easy for us to say action is the best way to get your information but action is the hardest thing for a lot of us and I, what we're not saying is you have to be pushing yourself constantly to be doing more and more and more and more and more we're just saying the best way you know you can just do this in little ways you can just do this in small chunks you can just do a little bit of a well i'm just gonna you know instead of thinking about writing a blog and worrying about it being perfect i'm just gonna start putting blog posts out there and yeah. seeing if a couple of people do read it and what they like yeah um i'm gonna do it in my own time i'm only gonna do it once a month but i'm still gonna do it and that's gonna create information for me i just keep keep thinking of examples of this like for example right now i'm looking at uh, moving into the tiktok space a bit more and with more intention um well i'm exploring the idea of it and i'm doing a lot of research because fiction authors um have such an incredible space on tiktok with book talk and i've been doing a lot of research and like I just know that like I'm just fucking around and all I need to do is just try and it, I knew what's so hard about it is like so much of what I do is not going to resonate but that is information and like it's hard because the information is often not the information you want mm. <laughs> but it's just as useful um yeah yeah because you can theorize and also this is the thing is you can theorize about what you're what you might need to do but you really cannot know until you put trying to put something into practice like yeah. you can make a business plan and you can you know consult the experts and such and such but then your business is always going to be or your creative endeavor or your whatever you're doing is always going to be unique to you i would like to say that i also feel that something that's important in this discussion is talking about how action needs to be done multiple times to get information like so oh yeah you can't just have one you can't just do one yeah can't just have a, a detour as a tool a detour mm -hmm. you have to have data yes you do so i i do see a lot of creatives who are like i did this and it didn't work i'm like well how many times have you done it like and did it really not work was it you know it's just not good research mm. yeah because if you can if you compare a sample size of one to a sample size of a hundred obviously a hundred is going to be a lot more valuable you need it yeah and if you can slowly chip away at that hundred slowly then this is the thing is people always think like a hundred, you know, it's going to take me, if a hundred podcasts is going to take me ages. It's like, well, I mean, it depends on what, what does ages mean? Is it every fortnight for four years? Like, sure, that's a long period of time, but what else, like, we, what else are you doing? What, not, not, <laughs> not what else are you doing, but is, were you going to do nothing for those four years? Yeah. Um, 
we're gonna those four years is gonna pass anyway those four years are gonna pass anyway and you might as well have you know get some information in those four years yeah um and also i think we can really blow up the idea of what the action looks like like just as you said oh i want you to do 200 podcasts it's like well could the podcast be like two or three minutes Mm. and then you know could they be i record them on my phone in the car on the way to work like we there are so many easy paths for us to take and too often we are overcomplicating, overthinking yeah um, and, and i think that's right like it's like you can take almost the best path to take is the easiest least resistant path that you can just bang something out yes yeah, so you that's can get be, the most data you get the most data points because if you take twice as long to get that last 20 percent, then you end up with only with way fewer data points mm. and you end up learning way slower by doing more even though you've done more yeah so it's yeah. like you could take, you could do less, take the simple approach and learn more. That's win, win, win. That's win, win, win. It's win, win, win. That's what I feel like we're always doing. We're always just taking, people go, oh, um, you're getting your, people have said, oh, you're getting your merch out so fast. It must've been so much work. It's like, we kind of just took the easiest approach. We did. And got it out. Like, obviously Amy put a lot of care into choosing what words to put on it and what items to have in the store and stuff. But not really, not the most care she could have. I am, and I'm very proud of this, a professional shortcutter. And mm-hmm. I always have been. I have like a brain that sees shortcuts. And I'm like, my brain is wired to look for the easiest path. And yeah, I thought it was laziness for a very long time, but it's actually genius. <laughs> yeah, it's strategic. It's like, how can I most efficiently do something? How can I avoid all of the grindiness of this? Yes. If you have been someone who's been labeled lazy, I would love for you to reframe that and see it as something like of a superpower and see it as a strategy and see it as a way that your brain can carve out, you know, um, shortcuts, resistance, resistance, free paths um, for you and to see it as something that could actually benefit you and your art in such a profound way rather than something that's like a cultural like heathen. Mm. Yeah. Yep. It's like, what's going to serve you better? Five, just off the top of your head, quick blog posts or one really long, in-depth, super research blog people post? People are going to say that, but they, people really think that it's the one super in-depth. You're going to feel much more comfortable with your writing. You're going to feel much more comfortable with putting things out there. It's like, yes, maybe you will have learned more about that one topic, but all the other skills, all the other yeah. things that are going to scaffold you writing that blog are going to be better served by you pumping out five. And... I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but please disagree with us. Sure. Um, you got to do you. You got to do you. For the, for, but for us, this is what And uh, obviously some us. people, like there are some amazing people out there. I was just thinking about Climate Town, the YouTube channel, a guy who writes, uh, does 20-minute oh, yeah. YouTube videos about climate change. And he'll release a video every couple of months. Yeah. And obviously... But you I can, wonder you can how do... he got there. Like it's, I wonder how he got to the point where he can do that. Well, I think I do know something about this and I can't remember if it's him, but I think, you know, he was working for someone else, just banging out videos for them. Yeah. And so, realized he he could, so he had the skill. Yeah. Um, and he realized that, that that scaffolded the end product, which was these amazing, long, very well thought out videos. Mm. That by the time he'd banged out a lot of videos he didn't care about, he had the ability to do these amazing, really cool videos. I feel like perhaps our message can be misconstrued as to like hustle right now and i'm holding a teacup that says it's okay to be a slow creator and i don't i just want to like have the nuanced conversation that we are not saying that you this is not about maximizing productivity this is not even about maximizing information it's about but it's about the most efficient yeah easiest way 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 for you to get 
what you want to do happening. Rather they than... want you to have energy and yeah. to not get burnt out. And I want you to be as lazy as you possibly can. It's like the people who, it's like, you know, all these big corporations that have all this bureaucracy surrounding certain things. And they're like, well, before you can do this, you have to fill out this form and this form and this form and this form and this form. And then it's like people feel like they've done heaps of work because they've filled out 20 forms. But they've done nothing. But then they actually still haven't gotten to the actual yeah. work. So it's like those people seem really diligent and hardworking. Yeah. But then they're actually you actually realize they're not producing anything. Yeah. You can do the same thing with productivity. You can work 20 times harder and produce less. Yes. Yeah. When you could have been serving yourself better by just doing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Do we have any personal updates? The merch is oh, going you feel to like be... We're, you feel like we're done with this Oh, topic. are you done? Because I have no more ideas. I don't know. How we've, we're in... The thing about GarageBand is it tells me how many beats, beats we are. So we're I at 500 to... beats right now. It's a short podcast. Okay, it's a short podcast. Simply taking action. We're just taking action. It doesn't need to be... Um, merch is coming out on... What day did you say it was the coming 7th. out? The 7th. The 7th. So you can go into our store on the 7th Australian time, I'm guessing. Because we I do just live in Australia. I pulled that day out of my ass. I'm, I'm still not committed to it. But it's like about a week away. We're just assuming that all our samples will have arrived by then. So we can test everything. Yeah. Um, we've gotten 90% of our samples. So it was just the hat and the beanie, right? And the top. One top? Mm. The crop top? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's three items that we haven't te- we haven't held in our hands yet. But they should definitely be here by the 7th for us to test. Yes. And that's the only thing that still needs to happen. Just to us to see this product. So we can make sure that it's not shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to kind of like just tell people about my creative life now, okay? Of course. Um, I've been feeling frustrated the last few days. I don't even think I've spoken to you about this. I feel like I have so many ideas, but like so many of them are hinged on other people at the moment. And I just feel like I can't do anything and yet I have so much to do. Yeah. And it's really annoying. It's really annoying. I find it really frustrating and it makes me um, feel concerned. Not concerned. It... Uh, hmm. Maybe it, this is where the conversation about taking action should go is like you can get addicted to taking action yes. and it can, that and that's the bad side of it and amy I'm is a little bit addicted to it and to it's, hard, it, it's really hard for you to sit in the quiet times and give yourself the rest that you need sometimes because you're like action is such an amazing powerful tool that i want to and you know that every time you take action you're pushing yourself along the path and you get a huge thrill you get a huge rush from it it's a dopamine hit um and i love momentum yeah especially now that you don't really get a strong vulnerability hangover from it so there's not really no. any consequences to take no. action only your energy gets a hit yeah yeah it's very interesting you know i think uh we have two launches coming up we have uh regrettably i'm about to cause trouble my new novel and we have the merch launch and i am we are notorious for just a, a sloppy launch yes and so i know that right now is a time that i could make it less sloppy and that's what's been really hounding me because I don't know, I'm just like, I should be doing, every single time we launch, I'm like, well, that was random. I just like vomited it out. And also it shows you it's not a perfect strategy because we've launched so many things now and we still don't really know how to launch properly. We don't. I feel like we're better at it and we have more ideas, but we still don't have the sample size yet. No, we don't. We still got to keep doing it. We should probably, so I just feel yeah. like I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh my God, I, I get this little twinge after every launch. I'm like, well, I didn't, I didn't quite nail that yeah. and I'm like okay but now's the time pre-launch that I could be doing something and then I sit there and I'm like I don't know what to do I mean I always have faith that the people who need your work of or course. Who, who really want your work are going to get it of course I, t- I have faith in that too like I'm not worried it's more like I'm curious as to what more we could get done yeah um, but yeah and also I'm particularly 
I'm particularly aware of it for regrettably because I know that I will easily bitch out on my launches for my novels. Is that because of a wound? Do you think you have Yeah, that? it's a wound. Yeah. It's a wound. A wound. A little baby wound. A wound. A wound. <laughs> um, because, and you know, I had this horrible, sad thought yesterday and I was going to write a post about it, but I'll just tell the podcast. It's really sad. Tell me. I thought if a publisher had picked me, I'd be putting in so much effort for these launches because I'd want to prove myself mm. to them. And I, I'm like, well, then why don't you want to prove yourself to you? It's so sad. Like this wound is just taking so long to heal. It's so interesting. And I feel like it's mainly about your fiction because that it's was- It's only about my fiction. that was what you were doing before. Yeah. And anything you'd started after you started journaling and you started sort of listening to it in a voice a little bit more you don't have that with it's I just know. that hard to overcome the programming from before the well, before, from before time and also it's my most vulnerable art and you know it hasn't been um it hasn't had the external validation that all my other work has mm. had and it just i'm just like but i just found that i just sat there yesterday when i was like if a publisher picked me because like obviously if, if a publisher had picked me i would be doing all the launch by myself as well as yeah well would because make a huge difference. but um, you want to show them you were great and i would be like client mm. and i'm like well why aren't you doing that now for yourself mm. And I'm like, this is just so, so disappointing. The only difference is a publisher would be there to be like, nice. I have this resentment that I'm doing it on my own, even though I'm not doing it on my own because I have a team that supports me. But I have this like resentment and I have stories that nobody cares. Mm. And it's so painful for me. And I feel myself getting emotional about it. And it's just such old pain. Um, and I think it's important for me to talk about because like I wank on about a lot of stuff, but like I've got, I've got issues. Mm. I have issues. <laughs> Um, I guess it's like, um, this is a bad, weird analogy. It's like really beautiful people don't know if people like them for their looks yeah. or not. It's like, you don't know if people want your fiction because it's good or because it's you. Yeah, yeah. I would just, I just love my fiction so much. And I, I love writing. I'm, I love being an author so much. But I have this wound around it, which means that I don't back it like I should. And, and even just trying to ideate about how I could support regrettably. I'm like, I, find, I feel this like lethargy and I'm like, fuck it and i get real um i don't even fucking care it doesn't even matter okay mm. it's like a little inner teenager and again it's that wounded part of my part of me just pops up and it's like who cares amy because no one else cares i'm like jesus it's really heavy but but anyway i'm just working with that little sad part of myself mm. um we are going to do a launch party um in Sydney. In Sydney. Don't know exactly where yet. No. Thank, Thank you. you. Shout to out Carista. to Carista. Big shout out to Carista who's helping Because I was literally it. like, I was like, I don't want, I'm just not going to do it. I don't care. Like, who cares? Mm. It's just going to be more money. And what's the point? And then our beautiful Carista did some research for us. Mm. Yes, it was awesome. And got us some event spaces to look at. So we will be doing that. And I will be backing myself. And, and I will. Your sound spike just like died. Maybe it's because I feel sad and I'm not oh, speaking, speaking as like loudly. Sad, sad. I just a bit of feedback from the the people who've made it this far. Um, I turned the volume <laughs> down, not the gain. I turned like the volume that I hear through my headphones down, and in, att in an attempt to speak louder. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Is the sound louder? Is the sound better? I guess Paul will just tell me. Yeah. Because he loves to comment on the sound as well. Does he? Well, he'll, he'll he always tells me our levels are too soft and he has to boost them. Oh right lol yeah yeah <sighs> he says it nicely it's nice and he's just like he's factored that in it's lovely to us existing lovely so yeah 
Uh, do you have any creative updates for you? I think I finished my first draft today of level three. Well, I could add I could add another small chapter, but I might do it. In, I don't know if I'm going to do it next week or if I'm going to do it in draft two. We celebrate. You finish? I think I'm going to finish it Monday or Tuesday next week. But okay. it kind of, I, it, as I said, it could be finished, or I could finish it on Monday. I could just add. Are you going to do more on draft one on Monday, Tuesday, or are you this gonna is why stop? I'm deciding if I'm. I haven't decided. Well, when are we going to celebrate? What if you accident? What if Monday you decide you finished and then we didn't celebrate? We'll just book somewhere. We'll go out and have a have a meal. Okay, celebrating is very important. It is. It is. All right, we got seven hundred and thirty-six beats now. I don't know how long that is. It's like medium. Is it medium? I reckon it's going to be twenty-four minutes. Twenty-two. What? Yeah. No way. I'm like not. and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Like if you cry every time. Like if you cry every time. Export song to disc. It's not a song, bro. You're super biased. No one cares about music, Paul. <laughs>